3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
4: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: What is up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, November 10th. And it was a good night in the McIntyre household last night. Oh, was it good? I had to go pick up my daughter from soccer practice. Yes, I know. Your job is to watch sports. Uh, You know, the wife and I, busy. A lot of stuff going on. I made the foolish mistake of committing to the pickup. Fortunately, was able to watch the game on my phone while waiting for soccer practice to end. So I'm that dad who's like, oh my gosh! You know, Damian Harris goes down. He hurts my fantasy team. And I realize, oh, I'm in public. I shouldn't be shouting this. And, um... It was a phenomenal comeback for the New England Patriots. And, folks, I've been a Jets fan for about 30 years, and the way to sum that defeat up on Monday Night Football, that was the perfect loss. You could not script that loss for the Jets any better. That loss won an Oscar for best screenplay. Hang that loss in the Louvre. It is a work of art. It was perfect. The Jets lead by 10 at halftime. Whoa, this team's not that bad. Hey, Trevor Lawrence, look, they've they've got skill position players. Jets are down 10 in the third. Jets are down 10. With seven minutes left in the game, I'm pulling my hair out. I realize it. Patriots, that's a loss. I got it. I had Patriots minus seven and a half. That's a loss. It's toast, whatever. But at this point, I'm just stressing out because it's like, oh, my gosh, are the Jets going to win? If you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars' schedule, It is a joke. They have no chance of winning any games. It's so brutal. It's like Jacksonville. They got no chance to win a game. They have one team left on their schedule that has a losing record. And it's the Minnesota Vikings who are one of the hottest teams in the league. So the Jets cannot win this game. And then it begins. Joe Flacco. Deep ball. Interception! Here I am fist pumping. Patriots score. Jets implode. Bing, bang, boom. Uh, The slowest two-minute drill in the final, like, 40 seconds that I've ever seen. I don't know how they got there, and Cam makes one really good pass. He did not have a good night. I mean, he was throwing all the short stuff so the numbers look good. I mean, it it looked like he was, like, an accurate quarterback who delivered a lot just because, oh, hey, look at Cam's numbers. Jay, what are you talking about? Hey, 27 to 35, that's a good night. It's all dink and dunk. Come on, 35 attempts for 274 yards? A lot of it was yak. This kid, um, Myers, looked pretty good. I'm not that familiar with him. Um, 12 catches for a buck 69, And the Patriots pull off the last-second win. And it's weird because I was cheering. I had got home at this point. I'm cheering. I'm like, Jets lose. And my kids understand what this means. They know dimly that Trevor Lawrence is a superstar. And I tried to get them to listen to last week's pod with Andrew Brandt. And obviously, my kids are... Uh, 7-9, and they're not going to listen to a sports podcast. They're not at that level yet. Um, And if you remember last week, Andrew Brandt came on here talking about how Packers fans were spoiled because for, I don't know, what, 25 straight years? Maybe 30. They had Brett Favre and now Aaron Rodgers. And they don't know what life is like without a good quarterback. You guys don't know. Packers fans, you don't know. Indianapolis Colts fans also Spoiled. You go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Now, Luck retired early, so you guys are kind of in a, in, a, in a struggle there. But the Jets, since I've been a fan for about 30 years, I mean, I could rattle off the quarterbacks and you'd laugh, other than Ken O'Brien, who was good and a pro bowler. But he's no franchise guy. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. Chad Pennington. The best Chad Pennington thing that I'll never forget was when I met the girlfriend who would become the wife, her and her roommates had a Christmas tree and there was a Jets fan, one of her friend's roommates was a Jets fan and they named their Christmas tree, Chad Pinington. Ha, ha, ha. And um, Chad Pennington is right there with Mark Sanchez as the best Jets quarterbacks in my lifetime. I don't wanna hear Vinny Testaverde. He was like 38 when he got them to that AFC title game. But it's been bleak, and it's tough, man. You guys don't know. We thought we had something in Sam Darnold. And ultimately, you know, uh, Adam Gaze has derailed him, and uh, Darnold has not been great. Uh, I still think there's hope for him. But I'm putting my hopes now on Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, the Jets at 0-9, it's a weird good feeling. Like, the New York Giants won on Sunday against Washington. And Giants fans are like, oh, well, so much for getting a top-two pick. Maybe we can win the NFC East. Oh, okay, good luck with that. You guys got to beat the Eagles this weekend, uh, by the way. But, like, you look at that Jet schedule. They got to cross the country in two weeks to face the Chargers. They have a bye this week. Then, versus the suddenly good Miami Dolphins, who shut them out last time, Joe Flacco. They play the Raiders, Rob G's team, who's in the playoff hunt. At Seattle, that's going to be a bloodbath. Jamal Adams will be headhunting. At the Rams, just give me that L right now. Are they going to just stay on the West Coast for that? Seattle to the Rams? Then the Browns and Baker, who's going to be in in the mix for a playoff spot. And the Patriots, who are probably going to be maybe in the mix for a playoff spot in Week 17. So I can see the Jets going 0-16, and and frankly, I don't give a rat's ass. I want them to lose, because if we get Trevor Lawrence, and I don't want to hear this stuff about, oh, well, what if he's like Sam Darnold? Listen, Trevor Lawrence is not like Sam Darnold. Trevor Lawrence, I believe, has lost one game in his college football career. Like, if you want to watch a master at work, go watch that Ohio State game. One of the best college football games I've seen in the last decade. He took a hit that would have knocked out ordinary men. Trevor Lawrence gets back up, ends up running, I think, like 65 yards for a touchdown. Might have been before the injury. But at any rate, he had a sick... NFL-caliber-level game-winning drive at the end of that game to beat Ohio State. And I I, I I like Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I love him. I can't wait for him to quarterback the Jets to greatness. I, I don't know if the Super Bowl total is one and a half over under with Trevor Lawrence. It, it, do I take the over there? I, I don't know. I'll worry about that once he's in the green and white. But I'm very excited that the Jets lost to the Patriots. Um, I, I guess quick thoughts on the Patriots, like... They just don't look good. Uh, nothing about this team is imposing. Statistically, they killed the Jets, but they were coming from behind the whole game. 31st downs, 433 yards. Uh, you know, Cam is a bit of an escape artist. I, I, they're whatever. You know, this is not that impressive of a team right now. They get boat raced by the 49ers, lose barely to the Bills, barely beat the Jets. I think the Ravens are going to beat them bad next weekend. Um At home, that's a big game for the Patriots. But the big takeaway is that is an awesome, awesome victory for the New York Jets.
0: And by victory, I mean losing. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seeds. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more now. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase
3: Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
4: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code IBM.
3: Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day.
1: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's dot com, or download the app today. I want to go on to a, the next story. The
5: next big other NFL story, I think that's going to be a big deal here on Tuesday is did you guys see what, Bruce Arians said to the media Monday, and I just saw a bunch of tweets coming out about it. And I don't know if like a big story was made because listen, it is obviously a guy that the media loves in Bruce Arians. They love him and they love Tom Brady. And this is a good team. Nobody's trying to drive a wedge there. But this is a direct quote from Bruce Arians of the Bucks on Monday. Bruce Arians said Mike Evans was open a bunch on Sunday. He didn't get targeted. That's all. Mike was open. Now, there's two things at play here. Let me lay these out. Number one, we know uh, Lattimore and Evans have a beef. Lattimore, of course, with the Saints. NBC laid it all out how uh, Evans took a bit of a cheap shot. Lattimore was ticked. They hate each other. They go, you know, whatever maybe Arians was looking out for his guy, Evans, who did not have a good game at all. Lattimore really shut him down. Or if you uh, are maybe a little negative or you want to read between the lines and get ahead of the curve, is this Bruce Arians' way of saying, wait a sec, why didn't, now that I've watched the film, now that I've watched the tape, why didn't Tom get the ball to Mike Evans?" Was he force-feeding Antonio Brown, the new guy that he wanted to bring in, the guy who lives with him in his house? And it's like, well, okay, that's kind of interesting. Evans had six targets. Antonio Brown had five. Um, Godwin had six. Gronkowski had six. I mean, Brady was spraying it around because they were playing from behind the entire game. One of the interceptions, one of the three picks that Brady threw was a force- where him and Brown were not on the same page. It wasn't even close. It was intercepted. And you wonder, is Bruce Arians kind of pissed that Tom Brady forced Antonio Brown onto this team? If you remember, and again, I'm not trying to divide the team. I'm just laying out the facts. Two months ago, well, maybe it was three months ago, Bruce Arians, we're good. We don't need Antonio Brown. We got a set roster. Tom Brady in the mix. Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown. Tom Brady gets Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown lives with him. Tom Brady's trying to get Antonio Brown on the right path. And now Bruce Arians is a little ticked off that Mike Evans was open and didn't get targeted. I don't know. Rob G., is this too sinister of me? Am I being too negative and pessimistic? Am I trying to divide the Bucks, Or am I just maybe seeing something that could be coming down the pike here?
6: No, I don't think you're being too pessimistic at all. And normally, I think you are too pessimistic as a person, which is why I don't like talking to you too much off the, show, off the air. Um, but you brought up the Mike Evans quote, and what's interesting is that's not even the only critique that Bruce Arians had of Tom Brady. On, during his Monday press conference, he also talked about two of the interceptions that were thrown by Tom Brady of the three. One of them, he says, the interception A, B, that was just a poor throw. Then he talks about the one that was supposed to go to Godwin. He said, the one to Godwin, Chris read the route properly. Tom thought he was going to go deep. He stopped. Those things happen sometimes when you try to do it on the run. And so to me, it feels, and this is not the first time he's done this. He did this uh, a couple weeks ago where he he threw Tom Brady under the bus and, and put both of the interceptions on Tom only to kind of backtrack the day after, after he saw the blowback that he was getting. But
5: I think that was that was after the opener, right? Right, exactly. The so right, so this both is just, time okay. against the Saints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, huh. it
6: feels to me like Bruce Arians is kind of trying to lay out a, a kind of he wants you to know, hey, I'm still the guy. Don't let because Tom Brady was able to shoehorn Rob Gronkowski on this roster mm. and Antonio Brown into this roster that this is Tom Brady's team. No. It's my team. Tom works for me. So when, you, when, when things go wrong, I'm not going to be the one taking the blame for it. I'm going to let you know this is the guy who's not doing it right. This is the guy who's trying to change the way that we do things and the way that I'm comfortable doing things. So when it goes wrong, I'm going to let you know that this is him that's doing it. And you brought this up, what, about two and a half, three weeks ago, that when everything's good – it's going to be great because they have so much talent. They should be able to overwhelm most teams, which they have done pretty much most of the season. But when it goes bad, watch how quickly that Bruce Arians turns on Tom Brady. And it took one horrible loss where Bruce Arians was our coach. Todd Bowles was our coach. Tom Brady played like shit. But the only person who's getting fingers pointed at them within that locker room is Tom Brady.
5: Well, this is a great point, and it just led me to thinking, why did Tom Brady leave New England? He was sick of the bullshit from Bill Belichick. Belichick loved to belittle Brady. We've talked about this endlessly. You can see the stories out there written. Um, He did not like getting belittled in the film room around vastly inferior quarterbacks when he's won a million Super Bowls. And Tom Brady is... The greatest quarterback in NFL history. Does that mean he's above criticism? No. But maybe Belichick went overboard. Remember, Rob, you found the story. Giselle personally brought it up to Robert Kraft how upset she was that her husband was getting berated by Belichick. They wanted out. They're like, I can't, we can't deal with this. So now he goes to Tampa. I always thought he should have gone to the Chargers, and I'll come back to that in a sec. Um, he goes to Tampa. He's got the loaded roster. And now he's got another coach who's doing the same stuff to him. And you know these coaches have colossal egos. They all think, oh, let's bring him in. I coach him up. Well, my team, my way. I'm going to run on first down. I don't care what these analytics guys say. I'm not going to go for it on fourth down. I'm going to do this. And they, they, all these coaches, you know, it takes, listen, there are, what, 32 head coaches in the NFL. That's it. It's one of the toughest jobs to get in America. 32 head coaches. You got you to gotta you put your time in in the salt mines to get to that level. And once you get there, I don't think you're just going to let anybody call the shots. It's your job. You earned it. Now, Arians has been around the block before. This ain't his first rodeo. But this is close to Tom Brady's last. I don't, this, this could get divisive. I, I just took a peek at the schedule for Tampa. Coming up next, Carolina. They're favored by about six. Potential revenge spot for Carolina. Um, I saw a number that home divisional underdogs, I think, are 11-2 and two against the spread this year, um, which would potentially favor Carolina here. Again, it's just a trend. Just putting that out there. Um, and the last time they played them, Tampa was up 21 nothing quickly. It was actually coming off the opening loss to the Saints. Um, and Brady obviously had a bad game in that one, so he wanted to make a statement. And, you know, Tampa... Uh, really, I think they had four, four, four turnovers from Teddy B, and they won by two touchdowns. Tampa's a little better offensively. We'll see. But then they have the Rams, Chiefs, Vikings. And that's a difficult stretch. Um, I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. We'll see. The Rams have a very big two-game stretch up ahead. They have a huge one. We'll get to their game in a minute. But I can potentially see this going a little awry for the Bucks Now, Rob G., as a big-time Raiders fan, I want you to envision what would have happened if Tom Brady had gone to the Chargers to play for Anthony Lynn. Would we be having this debate about Anthony Lynn versus Tom Brady?
6: Hell no. Of course not! Yeah. A- Anthony Lynn would have just said there and be like, whatever you want, Mr. Brady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever you want, sir. He doesn't have... It any skins on his wall to, yeah. to make any demands. I know exactly. Bruce Arians I don't think is a, is a great coach, but I do believe he does have a Super Bowl.
5: Yes, I, I'm pretty sure with the Steelers. So, yeah. But let me go back to the Chargers. So this could have changed the course of history. They would not have taken Herbert, obviously. Um, and you've said that the Chargers' job is the best job. I think you said that yesterday. The best job in the NFL this offseason because of Herbert and the
6: roster what would Tom Brady be doing with that roster right now? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if he'd be doing much different than what he's doing now, though. because that What, roster six wins has, and three losses? I'm no, in the but, <laughs> but that roster that he has in, in Tampa is really good, too.
5: And the defense is better, yes.
6: The defense is better. And Now, real quick, I don't want to take you off course too quick, too, but as much as we say that there is some back and forth in the egos with Brady and, and Arians, do you, does any part of you feel... Like, Bruce Arians thinks, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake with Tom Brady. That Tom is not quite the guy that I thought he was.
5: I mean, if you had asked me this question on Friday or Saturday, I would have said no. And then you go out Sunday night and you watch Brady. And he was very inaccurate. Um, they were, I was st- I'm still stunned at how badly they got dusted. But, again, 6-3. and three, He's looked bad in two games. Uh, he, I will just say he was bad in one and a half. He wasn't awful in the opener. He did have two picks, pick six. Uh, and then the Bears game, he had no weapons at all. So I, I kind of give him a bit of a hall pass there. But otherwise, it has been fine. 20 touchdowns. I mean, I, I can't kill him. But what's the alternative? Keeping Jameis Winston? I mean, didn't he have seven pick sixes last year? Some obscene right. number. Um, I mean, Jay
6: Thirty for thirty, the Jameis Winston story.
5: Yeah, uh, Jame- there's no shot, Jameis. What thirty touchdowns, thirty? Yeah, fits? exactly. Um, yep. I-, I would say there's zero chance that Jameis would have the Bucks at six and three.
6: Well, he- here's the reason I asked, not because of Jameis, because I think they would have moved on from Jameis anyway. But for one, you can tell, and it was very obvious on um, Sunday night. What Bruce Arians wants to do and what Tom Brady yeah. wants to do offensively are two totally different things. Yep. Bruce Arians wants to hug it, chuck it football 25 yards down the field, and Tom Brady, his whole career, is all about the six, seven-yard out routes, slant routes to fair-skinned receivers. That's what he wants to do. And then here's another thing that I think um, might play into it a little bit. The Bucks are 6-3. and three. They look really good. They have the best defense in football according to DVOA. They have also faced four other teams that are in the top 10 of DVOA defensively. The Saints twice, the Broncos, and the Bears. In those four games, they're one and three. Mm. Tom Brady, six touchdowns, five picks. The one game he did do well, which was the three touchdown, zero interceptions, was against Denver, and they had their third-string quarterback. So there's not as much pressure, you know, to try to really light up the scoreboard when you know the other team can't score anyways.
5: Oh wow. Look at you and tearing so, apart Brady. What have you been hanging out with Rob Parker?
6: Oh, you know I hate Tom Brady. I've hated Tom Brady long before <laughs> I met Rob Parker. You know that. But I, I guess that what I'm saying is do you think that he that Bruce Aaron's went to his thinking, I can run my offense with Tom Brady. He's not gonna turn it over the same way that Jameis does. We're gonna be awesome. And then he gets to a situation where Tom Brady's arm doesn't really allow him to throw these deep balls the way I like to, number one. And number two, when we do go against these really upper echelon defenses, I have the same problem I have with Jameis. He keeps turning the ball over.
5: It's a troubling scenario. Uh, I will say, if I'm looking to find good news out of that, um, I think Tom Brady got Antonio Brown so he can get his way with the little seven-yard outs, right? Antonio Brown's not running deep stuff, I don't think. That's more of a Godwin. Well, so, he did
6: go deep. He threw a pick. He did. So.
5: That's where he threw the pick. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, why do, we don't want Tom throwing that anyway. But I'm looking at, it's, it's a great point you made about the top 10 defenses and how Brady's 1-3 and against them. In the playoffs, he could face Washington. They're not going to make the playoffs. Top 10 defenses in the NFC. Chicago, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, they're trending very badly right now. New Orleans, obviously, will be there. Rams, we'll see them in two weeks. And Arizona, I think, is going to be there. San Francisco's 12. They're not going to be in it. Philly, 14, maybe. But all of a sudden now, you've opened it up. It's like, well, there's three three top 10 defenses that Tom could face in the postseason. Probably going to have to go through at least two of those. By the way, they ain't getting home field advantage anymore. That's out, right? Feels like it's a toast. Um, Two-game ad- advantage for the Saints. Um We'll see about Seattle. Actually, this is a perfect time to quickly pivot to Seattle, Rob G.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game.
1: Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services?
2: Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
4: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at IBM.com slash Code IBM.
3: Let's create. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke.
5: I don't know if anybody else is on. I want to preface this by saying I'm not a kind of guy to just dump a team after one game. Nobody is as good or as bad as they were last week. That being said, Pete Carroll just gave up 44 points for the first time in his career in Seattle. On the schedule up next, right, at 6-2, still in first place, they face at the Rams, McVay has won four of five from Pete Carroll, and the loss was a Thursday night game where Greg Leg missed like a 44-yarder or something. So the Rams have had Pete Carroll's number. Then the Cardinals. They already lost to the Cardinals in a good game. They led for much of it, but they lost, and the Cardinals beat them last year as well. Then at the Eagles, and the Eagles are really tough to project, Rob, because they're getting healthier. We'll see who they have for this week's game against the Giants. Um, but I feel like that's a team that could be trending upward simply due to health um, come December. Meanwhile, Seattle can't get healthy. This kid Dunbar, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who works for the NFL Network, really good guy. Um, I know him well. He's a San Diego guy, and he comes on my Saturday radio show. We're trying to get him on the podcast, but he, obviously, listen, he calls games. Uh, he, you know, He's the voice of the Chargers. He, it's tough to get him during the season. I'm working on it. He broke down how badly Stefan Diggs was torching Seattle's best cornerback, Quentin Dunbar. Their best cornerback. I mean, he got lit up like a Christmas tree. At one point, they pulled him out of the game, and they're saying, oh, he had a sore knee. We had to pull him. I mean, I don't know. That seems a little like it's BS. He just got roasted and embarrassed. Diggs clown-suited the guy, okay? And they just decided, we can't cover these Bills receivers. We just got to blitz every down. So they were getting a sack of Josh Allen. They had seven of them. Or they were giving up big chunk plays. And if Russell's going to turn it over four times, you're not going to have a chance. So you theoretically could see the Seahawks going from 6-2. and They lose to the Rams, Cardinals, and Eagles to 6-5. and Pretty quick. Now, they have Russell Wilson. And nobody expects them to fall that far. But when you have a defense that can't stop anybody it leaves no room for error for Russell Wilson. If he's not MVP Russ, flawless Russ, they lose to the Patriots. If he's not MVP, awesome Russ, they probably lose to Dak and the Cowboys, if you guys remember that game. If he's not rusticulous they lose to the Vikings. So, Rob, I think you are on to something here. If Russell Wilson is anything less than spectacular... This team is in real trouble, and there are some major bumps on the horizon. Now, I will say for the Seattle fans, before you get angry at me, they do have the Giants, Jets, and Washington in a back-to-back-to-back situation in early December. That should be three wins. We'll just give them the Jets' victory. Jets should just not even show up for that one. Um, And I don't think Alex Smith is taking down Russ, although uh, I'm not even going to make the case for that defense slowing down Russ, I mean, they couldn't turn over Daniel Jones this past weekend. At any rate, Rob G, are the Seahawks a threat in the NFC? Absolutely not. Absolutely no, not.
6: No way, shape, or form. No. And the are, you willing being, to, are you
5: willing to go fraud on the Seahawks?
6: They are a fraudulent <laughs> Super Bowl contender, yes. Now, I think they're going to make the playoffs because I think, like you said, the way their schedule shapes out, even if they drop these next three, and I think they've got the Rams one more time, they should still finish at worst ten and six. Because the 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 rather that three game stretch where they get Redskins, Giants, Jets should be, just be a cakewalk for them. Right. Um the problem though is once they get to the postseason, which I think they're gonna do, every team that they're gonna face can score. Just like they can. So unless Russell Wilson is suddenly going to put up 500 yards, five touchdowns every single round, which is he might do once, but I don't think he's going to be able to do it throughout. They're not to be considered a legitimate contender. Cuz yeah. I can't envision a situation where they're just going to be able to outscore the Packers, the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Saints. At some point you got to play a little bit of defense. Uh, you don't you don't have to be the Baltimore Ravens where they're scoring on defense every other week but you got to at least do what the chiefs did last season where they get a few stops here and there to to until Mahomes can get it going you know and they haven't even shown they can do that
5: yeah the seahawks um they've given up 243 points that is insanity my goodness i mean all the other contenders the saints have given up 200 the bucks 203 Packers 204, Eagles 205. Like, that's a huge red flag. Now, the Arizona Cardinals, if they can get healthy, Rob G, they got a big game this weekend against Buffalo. Buffalo, by the way, right there with Seattle giving up 233 points. Buffalo, 7-2, <laughs> and two, and they have a plus-9 point differential. <laughs> that is crazy! What are they, just barely beating everybody? They're, they're basically the Seattle of the AFC, right? Josh Allen. If he's doing his hero ball and putting up monster numbers, they're going to be competitive because their defense can't stop anybody. But you saw him as a Raiders fan; like he was really good against the Raiders.
6: And yeah, they won. I mean, when when he's accurate, which isn't often, but when he is, he's tough to stop. <laughs> and let let me just say this because you know I don't want, I don't uh, I know people are going to point this out, and it's just going to show how uh, the hypocrisy of sports media and sports analysts are. Um, we said all this stuff about the the Bucks struggling against the top ten DVOA and that yeah. kind of stuff defensively. The Seahawks are twenty fourth in DVOA, so f- as bad as their defense is, by some metric for whatever reason, apparently they stop the run pretty well. So I guess they 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 can't be that bad defensively. They're still six spots higher than my Raiders. So according to one metrics, my Raiders have a worse defense than the worst defense of all time.
5: Yeah, it appears as if teams have just punted on defense this year. They said, you know what, we're just going to outscore teams. And frankly, the 49ers built their team around a defense last year. We're eight minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. Then Pat Mahomes hits a couple plays and they lose. And now the couple guys are hurt on the Niners defense and it's like season over. Like, and that's why the, all the head coaches being hired are offensive guys, except for Joe Judge, who was a special teams guy. Whatever that, whatever, I don't know what they were doing there. But um, yeah, you got to win the offense, and just hope you get enough defense, and your quarterback makes fewer mistakes. Um, boy, we went after good teams today, huh? I applaud the Jets. We take apart the Bucks, and we kind of pick apart the Seattle Seahawks. So uh, a good Tuesday show in the books. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on Wednesday. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. We'll be doing our giveaway next week, so start thinking about your witty five-star
0: reviews. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game.
1: Curry from way downtown. The owner of a red sedan, please visit guest services.
2: Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places.
1: The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian-trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service.
3: An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer, like this one. Or home to vibes like this.